The Force is often seen in the Star Wars films as a loosely connected set of powers available to the monk-like Jedi Knights. But underneath these superficial displays of telekinesis lies an almost beautiful spirituality. In his works, George Lucas attempted to use the Force as a non-denominational religious concept that would be, quote, distilled from the essence of all religions. Many theologists today have compared the Force to the ancient religion of Zoroastrianism, which views good and evil, or in this case, the light and dark side, as contradicting realities. In this episode, we will explore the history and philosophy of the Force to better understand the Porgs and their place in the galaxy. So join us in a voyage that may bring one of our hosts face to face with his own dark side. They're here. They're Porgs. It's the Porgcast, Episode 4. May the Porg be with you. What up, listener? It's your boy Mike here with the Porgcast coming at you. It's 2017. How you doing, my Porg Bros? Wow, he's 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 trying a little bit different. Wow. He went he went for the the soccer mom last episode. Yeah, we made fun of him last episode, and and now he uh... get that egghead Mikey out of here. This is Mike now, <laughs> changing the game. This reminds me of you ever seen the episode of The Office where Michael Scott is date Mike? Nice to meet me. Exactly. Or when he does <laughs> sexy Santa Claus. That's what Mikey's doing right yeah. now. Um, I refuse to call you Mike. Yep. That voice is dumb. Stop it. You don't like it? <laughs> Why don't you go vape? I'm vaping right now. I got the fattest clouds in here. I can't even see my microphone anymore. I hate this intro. <laughs> okay. Well, Andrew, did you have a intro in mind? Yeah, no, I didn't, but I, I feel like we should roll with this. I mean, I think that the world needs to hear what happens on a weekly basis in the studio. So this week we're talking about May the Porg be with you. So that is Porgs and the Force. Okay, so my first question, and I have some ideas on this, but I want to get everyone else's take. Can Porgs be Force-sensitive? Hmm. I mean, based on our current Porg dictions, I think we are saying that they are, because that's what they yeah. eat, right? We, yeah, I mean, last week we, we did conclude that they sucked the Force out of <laughs> uh, Jedis like vampires. I've kind of moved back to, I liked your Braylene idea, Ben, that they have some kind of force Braylene that absorbs midi-chlorgans when they're swimming through the water, maybe a filter feed. So there's force in the ocean. Yeah, all, all there's like a bunch of rampant force dumping from that old temple you were talking about last week, and uh, mm. they thrive on it. No, so the sad thing is, the answer is Porgs probably can be force sensitive. So I actually wanted to talk about some of the dumb Jedi that have shown up in the expanded universe. So Beldorian the Hut is a Hut Jedi. <laughs> oh God, this episode's gonna be a nightmare. Go ahead, tell us about the Hut. The Huts, they're well to do. They noticed old Beldorian was uh, force sensitive from an early age and then sent him off to the Jedi Temple. And he ends up on the planet of Namchorius and takes the whole thing over, goes hmm. evil. Who would have thought? Hut turns evil. And so he takes over this gangster planet and Princess Leia eventually goes there and kills him. So we're way extended universe right now, right? Yeah, we're deep into the extended universe. This is the book yeah. Planet of Twilight. Do you think Princess Leia just loves killing huts? That's actually a great point because this is her second. Killing huts and busting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, at, at this point in the extended universe, it, it, 
Like, everyone's a little Force-sensitive. Like, at this point, I think Princess Leia's actually a Jedi Knight. They handed out, like, candy at a fucking fifth-year-old's birthday party? Yeah. And you get a bag, and you get a exactly. bag? Exactly. Like, I think it's sort of like you have, like, Duolingo on your phone. Like, everyone picks up a little bit of Force just to get by. A Han Solo's like, eh, I can't reach the remote. So he learns enough Force <laughs> to get it to him. But anyway, so that's one, and that's probably the least dumb on this list. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, R5-D4, also known as Skippy. Does anyone know who this guy is? Uh, that is the red and white droid that blows up in front of the uh, Sandcrawler, right? Yeah, you got it. Wow. Whoa. From downtown. <laughs> Swish, baby. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, so his backstory is told in the comic book Star Wars Tales Number 1 by Peter David. <laughs> and so it turns out he's Force-sensitive. <laughs> the droid is. Yep. The droid is. Yeah. Because why not? Exactly. And so going back, so he's captured by the Hutt family, the Sopranos of right. the universe. And he escapes because the Force tells, like, one of the Gamorreans, those pig people, like, hey, you know, just let this guy go. And so he winds up getting captured by the Jawas, and then he's about to get picked up by the Skywalkers, and then he explodes because he's like, oh, no, R2's got to go with Luke because... He sacrificed himself for the good of the canon. Well, I, I, he's a droid, so they just fixed uh-huh. him, I'm pretty okay. sure. But uh, he took one. He... He was hit by pitch, basically. Take your base. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He took one okay. for the team. So anyway, you know, we have a hut and a robot. But I saved the worst for last. This character is only known as unidentified tree-like Jedi. <laughs> I am Groot. So according to the Wikipedia entry for <laughs> The tree-like Jedi was a female Jedi student at Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy around the crisis of the Second Imperium. And so it's, like, I I know you guys are thinking Groot, but it's not that cool. It's just a tree. It can't move around very much. Grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. Actually, that's not a bad comparison, really. I mean, Disney, so. Oh, and I feel like Grandmother Willow would have been Force-sensitive. I'm on board with that. But so anyway, it could wield a lightsaber, but apparently, like, using a lightsaber to do one chop would just drain it of its energy, and it was done for the day. (laughs) This is a very lazy... Wait, the tree is holding a lightsaber. Yeah, the tree can hold a lightsaber. Got it. (laughs) So basically, the tree just thinks about the Force all day, and everyone's really into that. Mm -hmm. At one point, some Sith come to, like, muck up Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy, and um, they push a tree over on some of the Sith, and that is the unidentified tree-like Jedi's whole hero arc. (laughs) Isn't that exciting? Now, Andrew, this tree that gets knocked down... Yeah. Would you describe what it does to Mm -hmm. our villains as a bonk? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I didn't think about it, but you're exactly right. So, sadly (laughs) enough, the answer to my earlier question is can Porgs be Force-sensitive? The answer is probably. And there's precedent for stupid species bonking. Yeah, I mean, if a droid can get it, then then anybody can. And if there's a tree that's Force-sensitive, willing to bonk, Lord knows... The force shall bonk again. Birds do it. Trees do it. Even educated fleas do it. So basically after I closed the tab that had the unidentified tree-like Jedi on it, I pretty much said to myself that I'm now a porg prepper. I'm going to need you to explain that term. I'm preparing for the worst. Oh, like a doomsday prepper, but with porgs. Yes, exactly. I am in my bunker with isolated pictures of porgs with nothing else with them, hoping that they won't be dumb, but preparing for the fact that they will be dumb. I mean, 
a, a droid with the force is pretty silly, but let's be real. The out yep. there in the EU, there's a lot more the weirder stuff, the stupid tree lizards that block the force. That's probably my number one hated weird. We're talking uh, about the EU a lot right now, but doesn't it just not exist anymore? Isn't that all just it's wiped? A, it's a it's legends now. So there's a legend of a tree. <laughs> the legend of the tree with there's the lightsaber. There's a legend of a tree and the robot, the droid. Sorry, uh, they kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did any any of these Jedi you mentioned or weird Force sensitive things? Did any of them get created post like the redoing of canon? No, no. So, so these are all old. The closest thing to this being canon is Skippy. Because mm-hmm. he is in the, the movies, yes. Right. But yeah. the, uh, the Force-sensitive part might be a... a... It's a bad fan theory, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if you go deeper, so if you go just outside of the uh, extended universe, there's more dumb Jedi to find. So if you go to the RPGs, like the Star Wars RPGs, <laughs> there's also an unnamed Ewok Jedi. And get this, Ooh. a Wampa Jedi. <laughs> I like that, like, if... Yeah. Like, they can't just be, like, wild animals that happen to be Force-sensitive. They have to then all of a sudden become sentient and, like, join this, like, order of ancient monks. Yeah, that's what's weird, too, because when we talk about yeah. the Porgs being Force-sensitive, to me, they're, like, they're they're able to detect it. They're maybe Force-sensitive, but, like, they don't really necessarily do anything. They're basically, like, I got Wi-Fi in my house, and then I have a Wi-Fi amplifier, like, in the other room. You know, that's what a Porg is. It's kind of able to give and receive signals but you know it's not gonna yield a <laughs> a lightsaber as the tree does <laughs> it's just gonna hang out it's just there yeah which actually brings me to my first poor diction of the episode oh in the last jedi porgs will not be jedi however shortly after we will have a kid-friendly animated Porg movie a la The Rescuers or Fifel Goes West. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good safe bet. Yeah, I feel like episode one of the podcast, we talked about a Caravan of Courage type thing. This is in a yeah. similar vein. Why does that tie for you directly to the Porgs and the Force? Yeah, so there's going to be a Porg that's wearing maybe a piece of trash <laughs> Or something that looks like a Jedi robe. A piece of trash. Yeah, and I'm also not ruling out that there's not going to be any spoken words, just cooing and pork noises throughout this feature film. The calm screaming that they do in the trailer. Yeah, it's that for an hour and a half. Yeah, strap in because it's happening and this is why I'm a pork prepper now. (laughs) No, I actually had sat down and I don't think I'll use this because I had this whole vision of like incorporating all of our pork dictions into almost this stream of consciousness fanfic of like, you know, pork mother and pork child, her being four feet tall and this tiny little porglet rowing their boat gently down mm-hmm. the stream while, while Ray and Luke are practicing their force. And, you know, like we talked about, it's like, uh oh, then the porg like mouth distends and it eats an entire fish in one thing. And it's like, they're not so innocent. It's like the first scene in the new It movie. That's true. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, Ray like falls on her ass or something. And she's like, I can't do it. The force is too hard. And Luke's like, well, look over there. And then you see the porgs like either like jump out of the water super high or start flying or something stupid. Wait, that's it. No, that's it. We yeah. talked about this in the biology one. But are porgs able to fly because of the force? Yeah. <laughs> is it that simple? Porg diction. Is it somehow because that they are force sensitive, 
and that can cause them to like fly short distances. Yeah. And that and they, and so they become a <laughs> illustration of using the force that can be pointed to by Luke or whoever, right? They're a metaphor. And I'm doing breathing exercises right now because like Ben's exactly right. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. This thing is looks like a flightless yeah. bird. And then there's this moment, yeah, where like Luke, like Ray's like, oh. it's too hard. I can't do it. It's not, I'm never going <laughs> to. She, you know, she has the moment that Luke has. Because you know what it is? Oh, my yeah. God. It's the X-Wing scene. It's the X-Wing scene. Mm-hmm. It's the new version, just as we talked about how Force Awakens was like, look, we're going to go. We're going to do a good. We're going to do a new hope. So in this one, you're going to get, there's no way I can do it. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. And then Luke's like, look at the Porgs. They're so tiny and flightless, but look what they're able to accomplish with the force. Mm-hmm. And you see one like you see them cutely because you know it's oh, going to be cute flying around. Is there a poor Yoda? Is there? <laughs> I, oh, I, oh, <laughs> see, God you just it. took my tactful. Uh, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, my tactful poor diction that uh-huh. they were a metaphor and just an illustration of a concept. Mm-hmm. And you then took, you, yeah, and I then took you your wonderfully like, well-written like yeah. thing, and I just you know I yeah. turned it into a minion. And then you turned it to garbage. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. slipped. You slipped on pork poop, <laughs> and you are in the trash. Right your yeah, you're in the trash with Phasma now. Yeah. Um, but that ties into Andrew's thing about how one of them is going to wear garbage and, and be important. Yeah. And that's the Yoda one. I'm going to flag myself 15 yards for unporksmanlike conduct. <laughs> because if you look at the doc for this, one of the points I put is, will Porgs replace Yoda as Star Wars number one Lil guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I didn't do any points on that, but I got to say... I think they will. You think so? I think they will. You guys are just going to abandon my tactful Porg diction and side with Jordan and his evil version (laughs) of a Yoda Porg? They're not mutually exclusive. You can have both, and it's making me sick. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's Porg prepping for the worst. I feel like Andrew went from a four to a two today in his love for Porgs. No, you forced me into it. You you brought this on yourself, though. I really did. You did this. Yeah. You are the one that went looking for Grandmother Willow, and what did you freaking find? You find a Porg wearing garbage, saying, there is no try, only do. (laughs) You did this. Anyway, and then we we probably won't get Porg Yoda in this one. Porg Yoda's probably going to be in the FIFO Goes West Mm -hmm. animated minion extravaganza that comes later, but... Oh, you're not saying it's going to happen in The Last Jedi. No, no, I don't think we're going to get Porg Yoda in The Last Jedi, but we will get Porg Yoda. Well, that's good. Take that, Jordan. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're terrible. You're going to be sitting in the movie on December 15th, and you're just going to gonna see it. You're going to turn and look at me, and you're just going to stand up and walk out. Yeah, if one of those porks <laughs> puts a little garbage hat on and, like, <laughs> closes yeah. its eyes and starts levitating the rocks around it, I'll yeah. freak the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, this is becoming a problem for me because I'm planning on, like, sneaking in, like, a garbage bag. <laughs> full of horse tranquilizers <laughs> just to keep myself because yeah. if any of this happens I'm going to lose it and I can't explain it to anyone <laughs> yeah. and it's just like <laughs> I'm going to yeah I'm going to sneak them You're in g- too but they'll be stuck in in my body it'll be fine <laughs> yeah. I'm going into it blind and, and that's the problem yeah when the first thing happens where it's like they force fly or it's like one of them is like standing on like a lily pad and it's sort of like a boat I'm going to be like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is supposed to be the longest uh, Star Wars movie to date, too. Oh, fuck. Gotta fill time. Which, our pork diction about it being 52 minutes, I guess, is wrong. (laughs) I think that's our first official wrong pork diction. 
Well, I mean, they, you know, fifty-two minute. Right this time. is what I'm going to say. Maybe we're not wrong. Maybe it's a JJ la- twist. No, maybe the Last Jedi was fifty-two minutes, and then they added in this whole yeah. other narrative <laughs> into it about this porg that wears garbage that tutors people in the <laughs> yeah. force, and then they no. were like, "Shit, it's two hours and thirty minutes." <laughs> ben, there, there's a sad thing here because there's precedent for this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other franchise? That's as big a cash cow as Star Wars. It's the Pokemans. Oh, and I'm going to roll back the clock to circa 99, 2000 and Pokemon the movie. Does anyone remember Pikachu's vacation? Mike, I'm ready. I'm ready to step in and talk Pokemon. There's going to be a Porg short to begin The Last Jedi. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) It is a Disney movie, very Pixar. Oh! (laughs) You're making yourself mad. (laughs) I'm getting really angry. I, I, like, physically, I'm having This is the most Alex Jones of all of the Porg (laughs) And that's when the Majestic 12 (laughs) first laid down the Porg decrees. They're freaking demons. (laughs) Wake up, sheeple. Andrew's got a shirt off right now. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking just ham water. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about Pixar shorts, they never happen during... Like, you wouldn't see, like, a Toy Story short. It's not, like, short, two weeks previous. Toy, uh, yeah, Toy Story short prior to watching Toy Story 3 or whatever, right? You would see it on a different film. So maybe we're going to see our Porg short before... Uh, Infinity Wars or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that sounds right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't gone to go see uh, fucking what's the DC movie? Justice, Justice League. I haven't seen Justice League, so maybe it's running in Justice maybe, League. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're crossing. They're crossing the streams, and the Porg short actually happens before Justice League. It's the post-credit scene. It's the post-credit scene. It's a Porg uh, vampiring Luke, and then flying off into the distance. <laughs> In all seriousness, I think we've all heard that Solo is having a lot of problems. You could really work some porgs into there and beef it up. Oh, my God. That's I think that's where it'll happen. You're right, Mike. Solo, a Star yep. Wars story featuring porgs, a Star Wars story. Oh, yep. wait. Oh, my gosh. Maybe in Solo, that's where we see when... How they get to the island in the first place? Yeah. There we yep. go. Maybe. They're out there 12 parsecs away. We do know from... A New Hope, Han Solo is prone to dropping his cargo. That's true. Poor predictions. Yep. That's how they ended up on the planet. That's how they ended up on the planet. Han Solo was carrying a bunch of porgs. Millennium Falcon. He's well, flying let's, let's over. Let's tie it in one more. He was carrying the porgs so they could be in, in uh, Admiral Thrawn's collection because the dude likes to collect stuff. The huts come up on him. The hut that could detect the force as... <laughs> That's how he knew! That's how he knew! <laughs> it was Beldori in the hut, and he was like... The Millennium Falcon, I, he sniffs, he smells the force, because that's how you detect the force, obviously. Um, and he's like, that ship is full of the yeah. force. Something is happening there. Uh, Han freaks out, oh my god, a hut, what am I going to do? Boom, Dumps baby. The cargo. Drops that cargo. Yes. All those porgs, they fall right down on that island full of uh, Jedi temples and just start pooping everywhere. Just pooping everywhere and <laughs> suck it up that blood. <laughs> suck it up that tasty force blood. So Ben, I know you think you're being flippant talking about force vampires, but I, force vampires are a thing in the extended universe. Oh, great. Damn it, you, it's like Andrew in the extended universe and Mikey and in the, the prequels. freaking prequels, man. I'm sorry you let me loose on the internet with force and the force. With no right? adult supervision. <laughs> Safe search was off. It got messy. Anyway, so Tel Angor was the result of a, a Jedi experiment to create the embodiment of the light side of the Force. Turns out 
swerve here went the opposite direction. Oh, oh, no. So he needed the force to survive and vampired the force up day and night. Just, just from everywhere. Just sucking it down. Chugging the force. If these are vampire force creatures, he's the Dracula, the poor Dracula. Is there going to be a spooky castle on <laughs> Octu? I feel like Octu does. It's like, kind of spooky castle. Yeah, like, it's, it's the spooky little, island. I very much think the Porgs could... As vampires live in spooky castles. I don't see, you're really not contradicting any of our Porg dictions here, Andrew. This is what I've been saying. This is why I'm a Porg prepper, because the evidence is there. If you just open your eyes. You just got to connect the dots, people. Yeah. Yeah, so you could go into my, my office at home. There's just string attaching pictures <laughs> exactly. of yeah, no, I was about to say, it's like there's just a whole whiteboard yeah. full of pictures, and you're just, no, look at the connection. Yeah, and it's like Bella Lugosi to a Porg. But, um... No, so I'm going to make a pork diction. Spooky castle on Octu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not to blow your minds too much, but I have a theory for the origin of porgs. Ooh, oh, okay. this All right. be good. And this is pre, is pre-Millennium it, Falcon is this, drop. Is this going pork yeah. diction or is this just me and Ben rambling? Um, no, this is, uh, this is a pork diction. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so on a non-Octu planet, Jordan, just shield your ears because this goes in the prequel. Um, (laughs) Palpatine is talking to Anakin about Darth Plagueis, right? Mm -hmm. And how Darth Plagueis was so good at the Force, he could make midi-chlorians make life, right? And that's presumably how Anakin was made. That's kind of hinted at. So what if there was a first draft to this? (laughs) The, f- huh? the first draft. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm going to need coming. you to finish it, yeah. And so, in his early attempts to make life, Darth Plagueis invented porgs. Mm. <laughs> in their ravenous hunger for the Force, he banished them to an island. Oh, exactly. See? <laughs> <laughs> no. And Han Solo goes to whatever planet this happened, picks them up, trying to smuggle them, has to dump them on Octu. <laughs> <laughs> they land, they hit the ground, these porks look around, they see Jedi everywhere, they're loving the temple, they're like, I smell the force, I smell the force, and then boom, they gobble them all up, they're flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they ru- then they run out of Jedi. <laughs> they're stuck on And then island. they're stuck on the island. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, tell <exactly>. you a child. <laughs> You know, I'll end this episode on an optimistic note, right? So there's, like, all of this stuff could come to pass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all the world could be laid to ruin, and Porgs could inhabit spooky castles and be <laughs> force vampires flying around <laughs> left and right. Yeah, and occasionally in boats. <laughs> or none of this could happen, and it's like the extended universe never existed. I think that's interesting. Actually, no, Andrew, I see what you're saying. I think you're onto a point there. Yeah. Our porgs, um, because, you know, we love nuanced storytelling and things yes. that we can mm-hmm. talk about on the Internet after we've seen a movie, right? You know, it's top 10 Easter eggs you missed in the film, da 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 You've set it up in this episode that you've made it very clear that there's so much evidence that, <clears throat> that <laughs> porgs will be treated terribly and yes. they will be consistent with the branding of a tree that could yield a lightsaber. <laughs> um, does Disney know that? And they're like, you know what? I bet you there's some rabid conspiracy theorists uh, sitting <laughs> hosting there. Hosting a podcast possibly, somewhere. Yeah, hosting a podcast Drinking somewhere. Drinking warm ham water. Drinking <laughs> warm ham water. And they're going to 
They're going to have these crazy charts. They're going to connect all the dots. And then you know what we're going to do? We're going to make the Porgs freaking awesome little fishermen and, yep. and not do any of this crazy stuff. And then the extended universe will be uh, upended and, and all of those laws of nature will not apply because, because all of the, the pre-existing canon and what, and what we understood about how Star Wars material is written, a.k.a. badly, yeah. Um, yeah. it'll all be remedied. Yeah. In, in many ways, the Porgs are going to be like the redemption song of the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. Wow. Everyone is sitting here expecting something terrible and, like, they're just going to, you know, just slow and steady right down the middle, and it's going to be exactly what we need, and it's going to be like, oh. They're going to be so amazing. They're going to be yeah. they're gonna, a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and some and, and in some way they will remain as cute for all two-and-a-half hours as yes. they do for the 1.2 seconds they appear in the trailer. And then Disney's going to be like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Everyone is so on the edge of their seat waiting for that, like, junior novelization by Todd Gonzalez. But instead, <laughs> you're just Steve never going to get it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel fine. And you're going to feel fine. You're going to leave. You're going to be happy about your Porg experience, and you're going to be like, you know what? Maybe it's over. Maybe the extended universe is really mm-hmm. over. Maybe Star Wars RPGs are done. I, I'm going to be 100 with you. Okay. I just got chills. <laughs> I just right? got chills. Because you're the one that uncovered this. I guess, yeah, to get to that point of Ben's proposition. Yeah, you got to go down to go up. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And so I'm actually leaving this episode very optimistic about yeah. the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you're back uh, at a four, baby. Yeah, I'm back at a four. <laughs> I've got it at two, back at a four. <laughs> yeah. I know what fours are, but I don't really care about them that terribly much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we got today. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. What an amazing episode. Yeah. May the Porg be with you. What's our hashtag this week, actually? We never made one. What's a good hashtag? Hashtag Andrew needs a hug. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Yeah. Okay. If you guys follow the Instagram, keep doing so. If you like hashtags and you care about hashtags and you want tons of likes on your pictures, uh, the hashtag of the week is hashtag Andrew needs a hug. Uh, (laughs) Because I really feel like even though we got him back to a four, he could still use one. And if you have questions about Porgs that you were too scared to ask, please email them to Porgcast2017 at gmail.com and we will answer them on our final episode. I'm going to send an email that says why are we still doing this yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's all the time we have they're here they're porgs it's the porgcast we'll see you next time porgcast on three one two three porgcast Porgcast. good job you guys like my cool guy Yeah, and I, I have some bad news, guys. You actually have precedent in the EU for a lot of the stuff you just said. So actually, okay. one of the more spurious ones. I don't believe in the EU, but go ahead. No, it's like saying, yeah, like, I don't did, believe, like, Greek mythology is real, like, Zeus isn't real. Like, well, clearly uh, Zeus isn't real. Yeah. Right, okay, go ahead. Well, you know, Ben doesn't believe in the EU, and neither did Great Britain. <laughs> oh, too soon. Yeah, all right. Th- that's a podcast joke. <laughs>